The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. Good morning. Jamestown police say Michael Burham, who's accused of killing 34-year-old woman in Jamestown in May, has escaped from Warren County Jail in Pennsylvania. Jamestown police say that he was last seen wearing a blue denim jacket. Anyone in that area down in Pennsylvania or Jamestown, for that matter, has to lock their doors. Call police if you see them. Burham was the subject of a nearly two-week manhunt until he was taken into custody down in South Carolina. He was being held in Warren County Jail after allegedly kidnapping a couple in Pennsylvania and forcing them to travel with him to South Carolina before letting them go. According to police, he escaped from Warren County Jail last night. We'll bring you the latest information we have on that story throughout the morning. Meanwhile, no charges in the Main Street blaze that killed Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno. WBEN's Brayton Wilson looks at what happened in the month since that tragedy that led to the announcement. I listened carefully to what our district attorney had to say, and it's clear that he conducted an exhaustive investigation to determine whether or not there was any criminal liability. Local attorney Terry Connors. Whether or not violations of our criminal laws took place, he concluded that did not happen, and he did indicate, though, that they found some unfortunate aspects of their investigation that might lead to a finding of negligence, a finding of a violation of some of the codes, something like that that could spark the possibility or the likelihood of a civil lawsuit. Connors, after hearing Thursday's press briefing from District Attorney John Flynn regarding his investigation into the fatal fire on March 1st, 2023 that killed Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno at 743 Main Street, LLC, downtown. According to Flynn, the ATF has officially ruled the fire as accidental, saying the cause was the application of an open flame of a blowtorch that caused combustibles inside a doorway to catch on fire. This took place when two workers from JP Contracting used a blowtorch and leaf blower in conjunction to melt ice and snow of the area where they were set to do some masonry work. The workers also used a metal shovel to try and block the flame so that it wouldn't hit the plywood in a door frame, but it wasn't enough for flames or a spark or ember from the blowtorch to find its way into the building and igniting the clothing. While the actions of the workers were not deliberate in any manner, that kind of negligence that started the fire does open a civil component that the Arno family can attack here. All of the findings that the district attorney uncovered all lead to determinations as to negligence. Were their efforts reasonable? Were they consistent with the standard of care? And you will see that they will be attacked and they will be highlighted in a civil litigation on behalf of that poor hero firefighter. More from Connors and what comes as a result of Thursday's findings are available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, Brayton, thank you. And we'll hear uh, coming up a little bit later on this hour, just about 10 minutes from now, Erie County District Attorney John Flynn and what he uh, had to say yesterday, how he came to that determination. No charges would be filed. It's 5.05 right now on WBEN. Around the country and around the world, the heat record-breaking yesterday. Monday was the hottest day the planet has experienced since record-keeping began until the record was surpassed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Today, high temps in the 90s are hotter from Maine to Miami, 96 in Vermont, and in the West, heat advisories in at least six states. El Paso expected to hit 105, its 22nd consecutive day of triple-digit heat. Lionel Moyes there with the latest from around the world, around the country. It was a hot one yesterday. I think we cooled down a lot easier. I don't know. It did not feel quite as bad as it did um, on Wednesday when we had that heat advisory 
going into place. I think once you hit around like 5 o'clock, I think we dropped like 10 degrees. We'll be talking about it with Aaron, who joins us a little bit later on this hour at 540. Well, at a meeting with business leaders and Chinese government officials in Beijing, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will try to smooth things over between the world's two largest economies. Relations between Beijing and Washington have been strained over the recent trade and technology disputes, Yellen reminding the two sides that they're inseparable. The decoupling of the world's two largest economies would be destabilizing for the global economy, and it would be virtually impossible to undertake. Unlike it or not, you are stuck together. The message from Janet Yellen yesterday to the two countries. That might be the message for Twitter and Facebook, like it or not. You're stuck together. More than 30 million people have uh, signed on to the new Facebook app Threads, the latest social media. Twitter responding with a cease and desist letter. A legal battle brewing less than 24 hours after the launch of the new app Threads. Twitter now threatening to sue Meta, accusing the company of misappropriating Twitter's trade secrets and hiring its ex-employees. Twitter owner Elon Musk tweeting, competition is fine, cheating is not. Meta's communications director responding on threads. No one on the threads engineering team is a former Twitter employee. That's just not a thing. Ariel Reshef there with the report. Uh, the back and forth. All right, just beginning between the two social media companies. Back here in western New York, one of the biggest festivals in Buffalo is this weekend. WBEN's Tom Puckett has a preview of The Taste of Buffalo. This weekend sees downtown Buffalo turned into Restaurant Row. We have 37 restaurants this year. 27 are returning and 10 of them are actually new restaurants. Beth Mamet is chairperson of the 40th Taste of Buffalo. We're going to kick off with a birthday party at 1 o'clock at the top stage, which is on Delaware and Niagara Square. We're going to have a dance party and we're going to invite people to come up and dance and wear their 80s outfits and we're going to give away prizes. One of the new restaurants is Avenue 29 run by Nick Mussolini. Our fan base and customers have found us at every event from uh, Burger Fest to Canal Fest, uh, Veg Fest we do. So every year we've done more and more street events. Uh, this year we finally got our first location brick and mortar. Uh, we're at 8012 Transit Road right in the Premier Plaza uh, next to Premier Liquor and the New Paula's Donuts. Kathy Sauter of Top says the supermarket will represent local Hansley and sausage, Italian sausage. It's going to be with peppers and onions. And then Salins, again, another local great product. Uh, hot dogs are going to be under the tent as well. That's a good standard um, item for families to enjoy. Admission is free, but you have to buy food tickets. Information on that is online. Just click on our story. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. Uh, another little Taste of Buffalo preview coming up. We'll be talking with uh, Bopsha's Pierogi, Linda Lund, coming in uh, 820 this morning to talk a little bit about the taste of Buffalo, what it can do for some area businesses. Pretty uh, cool there. And how about this? Uh, Elton John set to leave the stage for good this weekend. In 2018, Elton John announced his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour, which would be his last time trekking across the globe. Five years of pandemic and $900 million later, he plays his final show Saturday night in Stockholm, Sweden. Billboard's Eric Frankenberg tells us it's truly the end of an era, one of the greatest artists of all time, based on their charts. He was number three, only behind the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. My gift is my song. The tour, for now, is the highest grossing of all time, but may be eclipsed in the next year by Taylor Swift's current tour. Jason Nathanson, ABC News.
Hollywood. All right, uh, Jason, thank you. Last show ever for Elton John. Definitely feels like the end of an era. I, I do have to say this, though. Is it a little strange that, you know, it's, he's a legendary musician, uh, very famous Englishman. Is it a little strange that his last show ever is in Sweden? Like, you have this tour that is now stretched five years long. You don't think you would plan that so that your last show ever was in your home country or something like that? It seems like just like a random stop. It's like, all right, last show ever, uh, Tempe, Arizona. Ah, who knew? It, you would think Sir Elton John yeah. would have his last show in his homeland. I, I don't know. that. I, I just kind of assumed that that would have been the case, but it's not. I think Elton John does a pop-up show. I don't think this is his real last show. He will do a pop-up show for his homeland. You think? Yeah. I think a lot. It it will not be as here's my it won't be his last time on stage, but it'll be his last concert. Okay, I could get behind that. Um, I I think you know someone will bring him on. He'll sing a song like every now you know one of these big Wembley shows. Yeah, right. Foo Fighters are at Wembley. Taylor hey, Swift. Hey, here's Elton. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, Taylor Swift. She brings people out every show, so yeah. Here's Elton John. Yeah. I think he'll get one of those. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Mostly cloudy with scattered showers and thunder showers this morning. Clearing this afternoon with highs near 80. Tonight's partly cloudy. Overnight lows in the low 60s. A mix of sun and clouds on Saturday with temperatures on Saturday in the upper 70s. Scattered showers on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Emily Melski joining us, chairperson for the Queen of Heaven Carnival which is going on right now? I mean, when, when do you really get started? <laughs> Good morning. Well, we don't start until 5 p.m. today. We, uh, we did have a kickoff night last night with our classic cruise night, and then we're uh, back in action today at 5 p.m. So this is one of the biggest carnivals of its kind throughout western New York. I, I mean, you have got a lot of bands, uh, entertainment, things like that. You've got a midway, um, a huge beer tent, uh, everything under the sun. Uh, tell us, if you haven't been to the Queen of Heaven Carnival, just how big it can get. Yeah, absolutely. We are um, we are excited that we are one of the larger events, and we just keep growing. We keep adjusting each year. We have some new food vendors this year. We've got over you know 23 rides from Hamrill Amusement set up. Um, like you mentioned, big beer tent, which has live music in it all weekend. Tonight we have the Strictly Hip playing. Tomorrow in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday we do a magic show for uh, the whole family to enjoy, some afternoon music bands, and then we have Hit and Run Saturday night and the Kickstart Rumble finishing off Sunday evening. Um, we have free parking, free admission for families. And like you said, lots of food options, lots of bright options, games, something for everyone to enjoy. To enjoy. So how do you grow into something this big? Obviously, you know, a, a lot of years in between, but we're used to seeing the lawn fates all around Western New York. How does a parish grow something from that to what you see every year with the carnival? You know, we have an amazing group of volunteers on our committee that's always ready and willing to just adjust with the times and just see what's popular, what people are enjoying, how can we accomplish this, um, trying to attract just really high-quality vendors and people that really have the same goal in mind, which is just to put on a really great family-friendly community event um, for people to just come out and really appreciate. Uh, you've got 
one of the biggest beer tents in uh, all of okay. Western New York, I would say. Is that, you know, the main attraction? Uh, do you have people talking about that every year? We always do, I will say. I know we, we like to... Uh, we like to boast that it is a large tent, plenty of space. There's a large outdoor area. Um, and we just uh, enjoy the fact that people really do come out for it. I, I like to say people always come up to me and say that they have to ensure what the dates are. They plan their vacations home around this festival. They make sure that they're free to come by. And it really is a tribute to, you know, our bands that we have in there and um, the beverages and everything we have available for people to enjoy uh you have a way for people to kind of avoid a, a parking mess or something with the shuttle bus right yeah it's something new that we had started last year and it was uh, wildly successful so we're really happy to bring it back again for people we have a shuttle bus that will run from west seneca west senior high school which is on main street in west seneca um that shuttle bus will be running throughout the weekend you park at the high school Jump on the bus that will be running continuously. I think it ran every 10, 15 minutes last year. It's really close. Drop you off on Carnival Grounds. You enter in and then jump on the bus when you're ready to leave, which will help alleviate because we do have free parking around the grounds, but obviously that's limited. So that just gives us more additional free parking and free options for people to get to our events. You know, it's a time when a lot of uh, parishes and even Catholic schools, too, you know, really have been struggling uh, to, you know, keep up, uh, keep up funding, to keep people uh, coming back, you know, struggling to figure out different ways to raise money. This has to be, um, you know, kind of a godsend for you guys to be able to have built this over the past 40 years and have such a, a great thing that can bring people to the area. It really is. It really is. I mean, like I had mentioned, it's not done without the dedication of our volunteers, our community, our committee, um, the support from the church and the school, um, the families that are parishioners there and school families really contribute volunteer hours and help us keep this thing running. And without all that, you know, none of it's possible. But it, it's really um, what drives us is the community support, the people that come out and really just look forward to this event every year and have such a fantastic time. So every year that just drives us to keep trying to make it better, make it as best as possible people out do you learn things from other churches other organizations that throw on you know some of these big summer festivals every single year or are they coming to you and looking for tips sometimes <laughs> i think everyone's always working together on how we can help cross you know market and what everyone's doing you know we've got a lot of we're fortunate in buffalo we've got a lot of these um bands that are playing around these beer tents and <laughs> everyone calls it the beer tent season um and it's just really nice that all these you know bands and live entertainment are always helping market our events as well and just trying to you know keep all all of our events relevant show people that there are lots to do in our area that's not going to be overly expensive for people you know come out just enjoy some music, some food and drink, um, bring the family for the day. And, you know, we try to all just keep it, you know, affordable while having um, a really good time. So as you mentioned, uh, starts off at 5 o'clock later on tonight, runs through the weekend. Uh, what are some of the must-dos? Uh, if you go today or tomorrow or even Sunday, uh, what are some of the things you're stopping by, whether it's a game or, or a certain tent or vendor? Uh, what do you have to do? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone, there's, you know, a lot of amazing food vendors. Like I said, we've expanded them a little bit this year. We've got crazy things like deep fried tacos. 
We have, um, I think they're called Pilgrim Sundays new this year, which is like a pulled pork type of Sunday with like mashed potatoes and corn. So that's something fun and new and excited to try out. Um, we've got tons of rides and all your typical games. We have a few new activities. Um, there's face painting for the kids. There's um, gem mining, which I think is a fun new activity for kids to enjoy. Um, stop by the beer tent or the pub to enjoy some music and entertainment. Um, you really can spend a lot of time there just trying to, like, enjoy everything. <laughs> well, there's a lot to enjoy, and it's always one of those big events of the summer that you can't miss. Thanks so much, Emily, for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Emily Melsky, the chairperson for the Queen of Heaven Carnival, which, uh, you know, started a little bit last night, but really kickstarts today at 5 o'clock out in West Seneca. Goes through the weekend, one of the biggest carnivals of its kind in Western New York. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.